0: Hello world. Welcome to our daily variety show here on Learn TV. Uh, my name is Amy Boyd. I'm a cloud advocate at Microsoft and I am joined by my wonderful co-host, Adam Jackson. Adam, how are you doing?
1: Hi, Amy. Thanks for having me again. Yes, I'm Adam Jackson. I am a product marketing manager at Microsoft in the UK.
0: Fabulous. And Adam, how things this week? I'm very jealous of Adam, actually, because uh, mm. it's a little bit warmer than usual here in the UK. <laughs> uh, when I do streams like this, I have, I have to close my window and it's a little bit warm. So if I'm a bit shiny, I can only apologise. But Adam has air con, which is very unusual in the UK. So I'm pretty jealous. I know.
1: Of I know it's like the three days of the year where it becomes a necessity rather than a luxury. So yeah, are glad to have it. Although I'm feeling a bit cold now. Yeah, I know. I know. Should we move on to the agenda?
0: Yeah, let's go with the agenda. So in today's 30 minute show, we have three different segments. First up, we are going to have found project with Scott Hanselman and uh, Sophie, who is a fintech software engineer and TikTok star or enthusiast. So we're excited to see that video first. Then we'll actually move on and we'll be talking a little bit about C sharp 10. Uh, and that's actually with Dustin Campbell, who works on the language team. And he's going to give us loads of great information about the language and then finally we are actually going to wrap up our segments with azure fun bites with jay gordon jay is a friend of the show um especially on a wednesday and so we're very very excited he gives us a new theme every week and his show is on learn tv on a thursday
1: wow looking forward to it shall we move on to the news section
0: yeah what have you got for us in the news adam
1: Oh, a few few things. It's been a long day for me, actually. I've been up since uh, what feels like the crack of dawn. So, um, yeah, this morning, this morning in UK time, at least, uh, we had an event called Tech Days DevOps 101 for developers. And uh, that was a two and a half hour show um, built with friends from Microsoft UK and GitHub UK. It's a completely technical um, event full of demos and Q&A. And you can watch that on demand at aka.ms forward slash tech days. But don't forget, all of the links today will end up in the show notes and we'll share the link in a moment. Um, the other news that i spotted, a couple of things. Um, so first of all, um, the um, Azure CTO Mark Rusinovich announced a new cloud region recently. And it is a new sustainable cloud region. So it's very energy efficient. It's based in Phoenix and it, it has the very catchy name of West US 3. Um, so for me, you know, it's always really exciting to hear about anything that's environmentally friendly, and especially environmentally friendly cloud. Um, but one of the things that made me think about is that, you know, wherever your cloud is in the world, um, we can all do our bit as developers, as IT professionals, to make the cloud that bit greener. Um, and our colleague Asim Hussein has put together a sustainable software engineering module on Microsoft Learn. And it's suitable for everyone, whether you're technical or non technical. And that is at aka.ms forward slash sse forward slash learn. And again, we'll remind you of that link throughout the show to fight. Yeah, there we go. aka.ms forward slash hello world has all of the links. So you don't have to rem- remember anything that I've told you. Um, and then one final bit of news before I hand back to Amy. Uh, for anyone that's into their gaming, um, hopefully you saw that there were a ton of Xbox announcements this week. Um, and um, one of them really excited me. It was uh, Forza Horizon. So Forza Horizon 5 is going to be coming out, I think, this November on Xbox Series X and Series S. And it's going to be set in Mexico. And I really fell in love with Forza Horizon 4 because it, um, it is Forza Horizon 4 is actually set in the UK. And it's also put together by a wonderful game studio called Playground Games, which is based here in the UK. Um, and uh, and you can tell that it's based here in the UK because of the detail and the things they've picked on about UK roads. Absolutely classic, although they missed all the potholes, unfortunately. But uh, there we go. We're not talking about cars today, are we, Amy? Let's move no. swiftly on to your news.
0: Swiftly on and not talk about cars. Um, Yeah, so my two pieces of news are, um, Laurent did mention it yesterday. I feel like it's worthy for another couple of minutes of a Hello World show today. And that is joining us on Thursday, the 24th of June at midday Pacific time on Learn TV, where you will see what's next for Windows and developers uh, right here on Learn TV. So if you want to hear the latest and greatest of Windows, um, do join in. If you go to microsoft.com, slash windows slash event. Again, all in the show notes for today. You can actually get a really friendly calendar reminder. I think we all, I feel like I all I ever do is talk about calendar reminders on Hello World, but there's so much going on that I always need it in my calendar. Otherwise, I'll never get around to doing it. So uh, definitely go ahead and uh, take a look at that. And then my next piece of news is a little bit more of a personal one. So I tend to go to news.microsoft.com and it just shows the sheer and size and variety of different things that Microsoft covers from from data centers, Adam, like you mentioned, all the way to what our customers are doing. Um, And then all the way, stranger, I saw a picture and I was like, is that Peter Rabbit? Um, So Peter Rabbit is a a childhood uh, storybook that that I was um, uh, quite a fan of, but also I got to see my niece this weekend. She told me that she very much enjoyed uh, the Peter Rabbit films, uh, the uh, other new animation films. And interestingly, there is a story there around Peter Rabbit 2 director makes the most of his Surface devices. And he basically shows himself using the Surface Studio, how they use it on the set, how they have like the animated characters and stuff like that. It's a lovely video. Go check it out. Um, it just shows how technology is really everywhere um, nowadays. And also very interesting to see how technology has been used uh, during films as well. And roomful. so with, yeah, so with that, that's all my news, Adam.
1: Yeah, well, I, I was going to say I need to surf a studio as well. But uh, uh, anyway, we'll, uh, we'll we'll ask for that elsewhere via the official routes. Do not forget all of the show notes from today and indeed all of our Hello World episodes are at aka.ms forward slash Hello World. There is the link at the bottom of the screen. Um, and don't forget to message us in the live chat. We are, we have live chat. Please drop us a line if you've got any questions today. But... Up first today, we have our File New Project segment. This is an exciting segment with Scott Hanselman, and today, his guest is Sophie. She's a FinTech software engineer and a TikTok star. So let's roll the video.
2: Hey friends, I'm Scott Hanselman, and this is File New Project. Uh, I am talking with Sophie. She's a a FinTech uh, software engineer, and she has amazing TikToks at Life by Sophie. How are you?
3: I'm great. Thank you so much for having me.
2: I noticed yesterday on TikTok, you were hosting a live and you had dozens and dozens of people who are interacting with you live on TikTok and you're answering their questions. Why are you so generous with your time? You could be doing other stuff.
3: Yeah, definitely. So I graduated from UCI with a degree in computer science and engineering. With that being said, I'm no stranger to the adversities that are present in the STEM field. And I want to kind of act as that person that cultivates a community where people feel open and comfortable to ask their questions. And I'm very aware that I have a lot to learn, but I think it's so important to lift others as you rise, especially um, for underrepresented, uh, historically underrepresented groups. And so that's mainly why I'm doing it. And I just want to be able to provide free coding resources that are available, accessible because I think everyone should have access and be exposed to it. Do
2: you think that your message is being heard? Have you had people reach out and tell you that it was meaningful that uh, they saw your TikToks?
3: I do have a few people that comment and say, hey, you got me into coding or um, I downloaded this app and it was super helpful. So I definitely think that the message is being well received and it makes, me, it makes it all worth it for sure. Now
2: you're doing this in your spare time, right? You have a full-time job. You're a full time software engineer working in finance, and um you could be spending other time doing other things. Are you thinking about doing even more extracurriculars?
3: Yeah, so I do have a full time job. Um, but it's it's something that I'm passionate about. And I, I want to serve as that role model to show, you know, especially black girls, Afro Latinas, that, you know, I I did it. You can do it, there's nothing stopping you. I'm working on hopefully, maybe soon, um, having a podcast um, and just providing more resources, lending my platform or creating a platform where I can help uh, voice others' opinions and things that they're going through, and kind of just get a great community of diversity um, within code and technology.
2: Did you have someone in your life or teacher or professor who looked like you, and was it important that they looked like you, and did that change the direction of your life?
3: Absolutely. Um, My first year of college, um, I actually was introduced to someone who, black woman, uh, the first person that i ever met who has a PhD in computer engineering, and when I saw her, my jaw dropped and I, that was my old moment. I said, if she do it, I can do it, it's stopping me from doing it, and so I want to be that person for someone else because it's only right.
2: So You think that people are scrolling by the For year page on TikTok, and then they see algorithms and data science, And they see life by Sophie, and then you're explaining, you know, how to I don't know, sort of height balance tree or something. And you're like, she's super smart. I want to learn all about this thing now.
3: Honestly, I just think that I I I try and make it, you know, I don't think everyone has to pursue a career in STEM, but I do think at the very least, it's important that they're exposed to what is going behind all the technology that they're interacting with, right? Being an informed and smart user is so important. And so even if it's if that's doing a, a five minute challenge daily for an app that I suggest, it's just it, it makes the biggest difference. I think
2: it sounds like you really advocate for you know, forward motion that you think that some people may feel stuck or be stuck. And I found in my interactions on TikTok that a lot of people are on TikTok scrolling late at night because they feel like they're not moving forward in life and you're pushing them forward.
3: Yeah, because I think everyone, especially for STEM, every people need to be encouraged to go into STEM. There's this stigma that it's so hard, and that you know you have to fit a certain stereotype or a certain uh, you have to be great at math in order to go into STEM. It's not true. If you have grit, you have hard work, and you are willing to learn, then it's it's all yours. And I want to be that person to say, you know, I did it. You can do it. There's nothing stopping you. And so if you're interested, if you have the even the least bit of interest in STEM or code, go for it. And I'm here to point you in the right direction. That's
2: fantastic. So you can find Sophie everywhere online, uh, whether it be Instagram or TikTok at Life by Sophie. And I'm looking forward to your upcoming podcast, because now that we've put it out into the universe, it's going to happen.
3: Thank you so much. Yes, definitely. Thank you for having me. Thanks
2: so much for chatting with us. This has been File New Project.
0: Oh, that was well, so, so nice. Doesn't Sophie do such a wonderful job? Uh, maybe I should be scrolling less on TikTok after that.
1: <laughs> yeah, really inspiring story.
0: Fabulous. Well, up next, um, we have Justin Campbell, who is helping design C Sharp 10. So, Justin, welcome to the Hello World Show. Oh, that was Adam, but we, we always love to have Adam on the screen. Justin, are you there? There, there we go. I am. Hi, Justin. How are you doing?
4: I'm doing very well, doing very well.
0: Great. I'm actually
4: actually in the office. This is a conference room, so I'm actually at the office, which is, it feels great.
0: This is very, very exciting news. I hope you have a wonderful day um, back in the office over there um, in America. Also though, um, speaking of, you're at uh, a Microsoft Office, so tell us who you are and what you do at Microsoft.
4: Well, as I said, my name is Dustin Campbell. I'm kind of a man behind the scenes, uh, we'll say, man behind the curtain. I um, I work as an architect in developer experiences for .NET, um, and so that includes a lot of different, wearing a lot of different hats, and working on a lot of different technologies. Um, and one of those is that I get the distinct pleasure of working uh, with uh, several of my delightful colleagues on the C# language and designing the language itself
0: amazing oh my goodness and i guess let's get straight in there is, is c sharp 10 released is it is it, there? No. Is it happening
4: <laughs> no i mean i mean what is released today what uh, is everything's, released <laughs> everything's in preview um we build the language more incrementally uh, these days right. as we build it kind of you know we introduce features over time uh, and we want to get feedback on them and so we introduce them under a preview flag so in the current Latest versions of Visual Studio, there are some C-sharp uh, 10 features making their way in um, and uh, and it will ship as, you know, the full C-sharp 10 suite of features uh, with .NET 6, uh, which is su- slated for this fall. So later this fall.
0: Wonderful. Oh, no, that's that's really exciting. And it's Yeah. This is obviously on my side, this is very unusual meeting someone who actually works on the language creation, like I've always been on the learning side, like I will learn a language and use it. But the idea that that there is those roles out there is actually to continue the progression of these languages that we use. And that they become the bread and butter of everything that we do. So, first of all, Dustin, thank you for the hard work that you do. Um, but also, to tell us more. What, what are some of the big ideas in C Sharp ten? You mentioned some of them might be creeping through in preview.
4: Yeah, and, and um, you know, thank you, Amy. I, I I think also, as you as you mentioned, that languages are are these very important kind of foundational things, and it's it's because they're how. You express yourself. Uh, you know when you're when you're when you're interacting with you know these these machines and these programs and these things we build this technology, um, and uh, and so with C# 10 our big ideas are well we want to make you make it so that you can express yourself even better um, always and so we're looking at things to uh, features to reduce boilerplate. Um, we've been doing this for the last couple of releases, but just trying to figure out ways to get fewer curly braces uh, in your code and fewer kind of required. Ceremony um, in your code. So there's a number of features around that. Uh, there are features uh, around um, you know sort of making it easier to use features we've introduced previously. So in C sharp nine we introduced records, um, and we've got a number of features in C sharp ten that just make those easier to use, uh, easier to express yourself with, um, so that you can you can you know solve more problems with them. And then uh, you know finally we just we try and go after like some big space, some something that moves. Things forward maybe changes how you might even architect a program, how you might decide, you know, how you're going to how you're going to you know solve the problem that you're trying to solve. And uh, one of the big ones we're looking at in C Sharp ten uh, right now is around uh, statics and interfaces. So I could have an interface that includes static members, and I can implement on a class, and it would require that class then. You know, actually implement those static members as well, and we can use this for things like numeric libraries and and all sorts of interesting sorts of uh, ways of of kind of constructing a program, and. It's one of these things also that we've had requests for for years and years and, and only in recent years with, uh, with later versions of, of .NET as we move on the core CLR and we have side-by-side .NET that we're able to take more advantage of changes in the runtime that are required for us to be able to do these sorts of things. And so um, this is one we're kind of going after I, 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 in this release, which is really exciting.
0: Fabulous. Love that you talk about, yeah, those product requests that people make, these communities that that build around um, a lot of the technology that Microsoft and many other providers build. Speaking of which, um, C Sharp, all designed out in the open? Is that yeah. is that right? How, do, how yeah. does it all work? Where does the repo live? What, what is it about?
4: Uh, yeah, so it's on GitHub uh, in uh, githubs.com slash dot net slash C Lang, where we do C language designs where we post notes from our C uh, language design meetings, we have a, a, we still have a body of of folks that kind of are, are kind of the stewards of the language. And, uh, and then you know, the community engages with us, they can make proposals, they can even provide implementations and of, of language features and uh, that we'll consider and take into the product. Um, so, so, and the way it works is that, you know, there are members of the C Sharp team that work as champions, and they can champion various features uh, after there's been a lot of community discussion, and we can continue to get feedback and iterate on, on designs. It's, it's a super exciting place to go. If you're a language nerd, that is a great place to be.
0: Love that. Good call out. Good call out. Speaking of being one of the language developers, so being one of those people that's very, very active in that space. Um, what are some of your best moments? Like, what are some of the things that you go, oh, my goodness, I can't believe I, I do this?
4: <laughs> ah, yeah. No, that's, those best moments are always when there's something that's been contentious or it's been eluding us, some design that is hard. There are always trade offs, pros and cons, and and we get into debates about what's best. And when we come to that consensus and we find the golden thing, maybe it's because we were just smarter, and we needed in our future selves, and we needed time for our future selves to, to arrive. Um, and in those moments, are I, I I think are the most exciting and satisfying. And then when you use it later and go, ah, this is exactly what we needed to do. I'm so glad we came up with a solution. All those moments, I, I, I there are too many to to, to really name here.
0: I love that your future self that's such a good way to think about it your future self will know this it's fine (laughs) um speaking um of of community and obviously lots of people sort of collaborating together to make this happen we know what we get like in the language space is it spaces or tabs and we all know what we're talking about there Uh, are there any other arguments that are happening at the moment
4: I think the most recent argument in memory was around null parameter checking, which is a feature we're adding so that it can, you know, remove boilerplate, so it'll throw null argument exceptions for you if you mark a parameter. And we went back and forth forever on the syntax for that, whether it should be bang or a checked keyword that we already had in the language. And we ended up uh, going with double bang. So you say bang bang, and it will it will make that uh, not it will throw a uh, null reference except, null argument exception for you.
0: Oh, wonderful. Also, immediately thought of many a pop reference. Uh, maybe there is a meme in there somewhere. Um, but on that note, on the note of memes, thank you so much, Justin. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the Hello World show. We just don't, unfortunately, have enough time. But as Justin said, there are some great links you can go to. We'll pop them in our show notes for you. Uh, and also follow Justin on Twitter and we will chat to him at the end. Um, let's bring Adam back on. Adam, what, what do you think from the segment from Justin? So
3: interesting, right?
1: It's, yeah, you know, it's great hearing about pe- other people that work in Microsoft that do a job, which is so different from my job. I mean, obviously, I speak to developers every day, but this is someone actually building a programming language. Wow, it's like, it's, it's it's amazing for me just, just to think that, like, I'm amongst uh, people like that. So, yeah, great, uh, great to hear about that. But anyway, we must move on. And um, up next, we have our regular Azure Fun Bite section with Jay Gordon. Hi, Jay. Welcome back to he- Welcome back to Hello World. What have you got for us this hey. week?
5: Welcome back, indeed. Uh, thank you so much, Adam, for having me. And I want to wish all of my fellow Star Trek fans, uh, from my little buddy is little here, a very, very happy Captain Picard Day. Uh, please celebrate and observe if you can. Um, so. Azure Fun Bites, we get together every week uh, right here in uh, the lovely uh, borough of Brooklyn here in New York City, home of your Brooklyn Nets, uh, where we talk about different services, uh, different products, and, and even complementary products. Like last week, we, we talked about OpenShift, but all the things that come together to give you an amazing experience using Azure.
1: But it's not just about Brooklyn, is it, Jay? I mean, we'd like it to be all, all be about Brooklyn, but hello, hello, so hello world. As your fun bites is a global show, isn't it? You you bring people together from around the world, and um, and yeah. also you you're on at global times as well. What what time are you on this
5: week? Every week, uh, I we get together, but this week we're going to be on at a different time. It'll be uh, 1 p.m. in the Pacific. Uh, it'll be 4 p.m. here in uh, Brooklyn, East Coast and then I believe that's 9 o'clock British summer time. Worth staying up for, I would say. Um, and, um, and
1: what about this week's topic? What have you got for us this week on Azure Fun Bites?
5: Yeah, so this week we're going to talk about Azure Logic Apps, which I know, Adam, is near and dear to your heart because um, it's one of those uh, services that helps uh, just about everyone make use of all these integration services that are available with Azure. So you don't even need to learn how to code to be able to use this service. I think it's really strong. So it's a Cloud-based platform for creating and running automated workflows. So you can do things like schedule and send email notifications from Office 365, when say like a specific event happens or a new file gets uploaded to a, uh, a storage blob, Uh, You can route and process customer orders uh, on-premises systems and in cloud servers. Uh, You can move uploaded files from like SFTP and FTP to Azure storage, like a storage blob. And then you can even monitor tweets and analyze them for sentiment.
1: Well, you know, I love, I love this because Azure Logic Apps is actually one of the things that I use on a regular basis, and I've actually genuinely solved business problems with it. So, um, you know, it, it, I definitely think it's something that everyone can um, can use, and you don't even need to be a developer or an experienced IT professional. Um, Jay, why don't you give us a quick demo of,
5: um, of Logic Apps so we can see how it's done? Sure. Let's bring up the demo. Cool. So I'm going to go into my regular Azure portal. I'm going to add a resource we can go to the integration resource and then click Create on Logic App, which is right at the top. And so when we get here, we're going to do some of the typical Azure things. We're going to create a resource group, and I'm just going to call it Logic App J. And uh, if you don't know what a resource group is, it's a place to keep your resources. Uh, A Logic App name, we're just going to give it an identifier. Uh, We can uh, then select where it's going to be living, East US because, you know, Brooklyn, what can I tell you? Uh, And we got some extra parameters we can set, but we're not going to do it. We're just going to use default. We'll hit review and create. And then it'll go through the typical Azure Resource Manager process of creating our resource. And once our resource is deployed, we get this kind of blank slate. And so we'll go into our blank slate and we'll kind of take a look that one of the cool things is that uh, this service comes with a lot of defaults, a lot of ready to use templates so that you can go in and do these different types of uh, actions. So I I wanna create uh, new tweets. And so I'm gonna go ahead and I'm going to create a connection between my Twitter account and Logic Apps. And now when a new tweet is posted with the text AFB in it, uh, what can I do? I can look at the times and when we're gonna start it. we, we can then do another step. So uh, we, we can do a condition. This is every single time somebody posts, we can do one of these actions. And in this case, uh, I'll post a new tweet and my parameter, I just add something and then I can run it. I'll run the trigger and it'll eventually allow me to uh, then access uh, my, my, my created resource, uh, or I should say my created uh, trigger and the output that comes from it
1: that's absolutely awesome and um i'm going to be tweeting you now afb see what happens um but anyway anyway moving on Um, so you always have a guest on as your thumb bite so um who's the special person this week that's joining you
5: well i want them to introduce themselves so let's go to the videotape
0: this week on Azure Fun Bytes, join me, Chloe Condon, as I discuss Azure Logic Apps with Jay. We'll create a bot, chat, take your questions, and more. Watch on Learn TV this Thursday at one PM Pacific, four PM Eastern. See you there.
5: Ain't she great? I, she I, I, is I absolutely know amazing. She's uh,
1: like literally, literally one of my favorite cloud advocates, including yourself as Anne,
5: Amy, of course, as well, and Dean, who's not here this week, but you know. Well, you know, Chloe is, uh, she brings so much, uh, so much energy, so much information. Her and I are going to talk about reviewing the different ways you can create bots using these tools. We'll show off some of her favorite bot examples. I know she's got like a Shania tween bot that says, let's go girls. (laughs) Uh, We'll create our own bot together and then we'll actually discuss ethical bot creation, which I think is really important because we want to cover Uh, The questions developers really need to ask themselves before building them and making sure that they're not harmful or abusive.
1: Amazing. Well, I I cannot wait. I'm genuinely actually going to tune into that tomorrow at 9 p.m. my time. But just for everyone else, if you're not in the UK, what time is it?
5: Sure. 1 p.m. on the West and Pacific time, 4 p.m. on the East Eastern time, and then 9 p.m. British summertime where Adam lays his head every night. Absolutely. And that's here on Learn TV and that's tomorrow.
1: So, Jay, thank you so much. Um, no and we're going to bring you back in just a second. But let's bring Amy back just now.
0: Hey, Adam. Oh, another good segment from Jay. Logic Apps. Interesting one. I do love using Logic Apps, which is great. So I might tune oh. in such good fun
1: so let's uh, let's just recap the show quickly so we started off with the far new project segment and that was with scott and with sophie who is a TikTok star and a fintech engineer and then we had the c sharp 10 stories with justin campbell justin um thank you so much for being part of our show today your first appearance on um, on hello world hopefully one of many in the future thanks for being with us
3: and thanks, then thanks. we had
1: thank you and then we had Azure Fun Bites with, with Jay, and that's us bring Jay back as well. Jay, good to see you again.
5: Hey, hey. Hey, thank you very much for having it. Remember, check out Azure Fun Bites. It's tomorrow, it's 1 p.m. Pacific and 4 p.m. Eastern. And 9 p.m. in the UK. <laughs> Over to you, Amy.
0: <laughs> wonderful well unfortunately we will have to close up there um it's been a wonderful show Even, there was only a cast of four on this one but it just shows uh the content is so key and we had such a good time um chatting with justin and jay and also me and adam sharing some of the highlights we found um but with that um thank you to you all thank you for joining us today uh, as well as tomorrow, Frank and Nitya will be back and will be hosting uh, Hello World for us here on Learn TV, same time every day. And uh, without further ado, next up on Learn TV, oh, Justin, you'll love this one. You should uh, you should say, stay tuned. It's C Sharp, Language Highlights, ooh. Nullable Reference Types. So don't touch that button. Stay on Learn TV. Uh, that's all from us. Thank you so much. And we'll see you stay soon. Stay
5: tuned. Let's go Nets.